Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise Amen. What a wonderful feeling it is to be in the presence of the Lord. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. We're happy to be here tonight and we want to thank our dear brother, Elder, Sister Elder, once again for inviting us to come and stand behind this desk once more. And uh, I learned a long time ago that if people love me, it will be because the pastor loves me. I have great admiration, great respect, and great loyalty to your pastor. Amen. I have two pastors. I have one in Porter, Texas. He's my son in the Lord. And then I have your pastor. I am completely in subjection to him. And oh God, I want to be a blessing. I want to be a blessing. I want to be a blessing. Turn with us tonight to the book of Matthew while you're standing. Matthew chapter 18. We'd like to start reading at verse 21. I join with your pastor in welcoming the visitors here tonight. And uh, don't judge the ministry of this church by what you have heard tonight. You need to come back and listen to this great pastor. Amen. That God has ordained and put him here in the will of God. Amen. We start reading at verse 21, chapter 18, verse 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him till seven times. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. Now, in our monetary system today, that ten thousand talents would be roughly like $10 million. That's a pretty big debt. $10 million. <clears throat> for, but for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife, his children, all that he had in payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him, forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. That equals to twenty dollars in our monetary system. Laid his hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet, besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw 
what was done, they went. They were very sorry and came and told their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that thou did, all of that debt, because thou desirest me. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. There's a whole lot here in this scripture tonight. <clears throat> There's a man that owed his Lord $20 million. He, had, he asked the Lord to have compassion upon him. And his Lord forgave him $20 million debt. The man that had been forgiven $20 million went and found a fellow friend, a fellow servant that owed him $20. And because the man did not have it, he had no compassion and cast him into prison. And when his Lord found that out he brought him back and paced and put a 20 million dollar debt on this servant because he would not forgive 20 dollars and not only did he come back and have to shoulder and have to carry around that that $20 million debt. Did you notice that he turned him over to the tormentors? Father, we love you tonight. We want to thank you for your presence here. Thank you for the leadership, oh God, that led us to the throne room, worshiping you, praising you, now we ask you, Lord, would you use this humble servant? Help me, O oh God, to speak your mind and your will. Give me words, Lord, to convey to your people exactly what you would have them to hear tonight. Thank you for, once again, this invitation to come and stand behind this desk. We ask you, Lord, to accept our thanks and our appreciation. The wonderful name of Jesus, and everybody said amen. Would you say forgiveness? Would you say forgiveness? I'm going to try to preach on that for a little while tonight. Would you please be seated? Taking the liberty to go to a dictionary and to look up the word forgiveness. It means to pardon. It means to remit. It means to overlook an offense. To treat an offender as not guilty. Did you get that? 
to forgive means to pardon it means to remit it means to overlook an offense to treat an offender as not guilty true forgiveness is really rare someone said I don't echo this but someone said even in the Pentecostal ranks God help us tonight forgiveness means that I fully release the offender from his debt it means fully cleaning his record it's a promise never to bring up the offense against him again to God to others or to the offender himself if you ever 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 wrong some people they will never 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 forget it if you ever take someone into your confidence and tell them some of your inner feelings of your heart a lot of times in areas of hostility created by other factors often these these folks will bring that up against you at that time <clears throat> and everybody said praise the lord Decide to forgive For resentment is negative Resentment is poisonous Resentment diminishes and devours The self that carries it Be the first to forgive To smile and take the first step And you will see happiness bloom on the face of your human brother or sister. Be always the first. Do not wait for others to forgive. For by forgiving, you become the master of fate, F-A-T-E, the fashioner of life, the doer of miracles. To forgive is the highest, most beautiful form of love. In return, you will receive untold peace and happiness if you decide to forgive. Pastor, would you read me Ephesians 4, 30, 31, and 32. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of the redemption. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, because you are sealed until the day of redemption. And let all bitterness and wrath and, and anger. And let all bitterness and wrath and anger. And clamor. And clamor. And evil speaking. And evil speaking. Be put away from you. Be put away from you. With all malice. With all malice. And be ye kind. And be ye kind. Everybody say kind. Kind. One to another. Tender hearted. Ten, everybody say tender hearted. Tender hearted. Read. Forgiving one another. There it is. Forgiving one another. Listen how, listen how this is, 
what this is attached to, even, even as God, as God, for Christ's sake, for Christ's sake hath, forgiven, hath you. forgiven you. In other words, if the only way that you can have forgiveness from Him is for you to be, for you to forgive one another. Can you say Amen? Read, brother. I maybe should have said this in the very beginning but I have elected to say it now and as we turn to the book of Genesis chapter 33 I would I propose tonight to show you the face of God by the scripture no I'm not wrong I believe that the scripture is true and I believe that we can actually see the face of God tonight. If I would ask for a showing of hands, who would like to see the face of God here tonight? I'm sure that everybody would raise their hand. I know and realize that I'm on safe territory. Would you read, start verse 4, Pastor? And Esau ran to meet him. And Esau ran to meet Jacob. Now, you understand just a few years prior to this, Jacob um, deceived Esau and got the birthright blessing. And before he left, Esau was threatening to take his life. And Jacob, by the admonition of his mother sent him away. And now then, Jacob is coming back home. And they are going to meet. And he is not really, not really convinced what all Esau will do to him. He saw the women and the children and said. Esau saw the women and the children and said. Who are those with thee? Who are those with thee, Jacob? And he said. And he said. The children which God. Handmaidens came near. They and their children. They and their children. And they bowed. And they bowed. Themselves. And Leah also with her children came and near. Leah. Themselves. They bowed themselves. And he said. And Esau said. What meanest thou by this drove which I met? What meanest thou by this drove of cattle or sheep? that he sent as a peace offering. Read. And he said, These are to find grace. These are to find grace. In the sight of it, my Lord. In the sight of my Lord. And Esau said, I have enough. And Esau said, I have enough. My brother. My brother. Keep thou. Keep thou. That thou hast unto thyself. Yes, read. And Jacob said, And Jacob said, Nay, I pray thee. Yes, I pray thee. If now I have found grace in thy sight. If now I have found grace in thy sight. Now, can I assume that we're talking about forgiveness? When, I, when Jacob found grace in the sight of Esau, can I assume that he was seeing forgiveness. Amen? Read, Pastor. For therefore I have seen thy face. Now listen. And, for, and therefore 
and he's looking at Esau. I have seen thy face, Esau. As though I had seen. As though I have seen. The face of God. The face of God. And thou was pleased with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you believe this world needs to see the face of God? If they're going to see the face of God in you and I, we cannot hold grudges. We cannot hold resentment. We cannot, we cannot operate with, with unforgiveness. This world needs to see the face of God. And when we forgive one another, when they see the face of God, in, they will see the face of God in our forgiveness hallelujah we are more like God than when we when, when we forgive than when we are shouting don't stop shouting but we're more like God when we forgive than shouting we're more like God when we when we forgive than talking in tongues don't stop talking in tongues amen we're more like God when we run in the aisle, when when we forgive than when we run the aisles. Please keep on running the aisles. But let us learn the value, the importance, the necessity of true forgiveness. When we destroy someone's character, we are revealing our animal nature. When we get even with someone we are revealing our human nature when we forgive we are revealing a divine nature pastor would you read Colossians 3 12 13 and 14 please put on therefore as the elect of God put on therefore as the Pentecostals Amen. With their pastor, hallelujah, with a burdened heart. Amen. Of Pueblo, Pueblo, uh, Colorado. Read. Holy and beloved bowels of mercy. Holy. Put it on. Put it on. Put it on. Holy and bowels of mercy. Read. Kindness. Put on. Put on. Kindness. Read. Humbleness of mind. Put on. Put on humbleness of mind. Read. Meekness. Meekness. Long suffering. Long. Everybody say long suffering. Long suffering. Everybody say meekness. Meekness. Put it on. 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 Would you read, Pastor? Forbearing one another. Forbearing one another. And forgiving one another. There it is again. Forgiving. Everybody say forgiving. Everybody say forgiving. Everybody say forgiving. Everybody say forgiving. I don't know about you, but he forgave so much. He forgave me of a $20 million debt that I couldn't pay my own. <laughs> oh, what a joy it was to feel that forgiveness. What a load had been lifted off of my shoulders. What guilt, hallelujah, that was, lit, that was brought about in forgiveness. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
I almost thought that I had received the Holy Ghost. It was such a unique experience to be forgiven, 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 to be forgiven. To be forgiven. Oh, don't leave this place tonight. Amen. Until you are forgiven. Until you are forgiven. Until you are forgiven. Until you're forgiven. Take off that load of guilt. And when you're forgiven, when you're forgiven. I love you, Lord. Amen. And forgive one another. And listen how he ties it together once again. If any man have a quarrel against any. If any man have a quarrel against any. Even as Christ forgave you. Even, even as Christ forgave you. So also. So also. Do ye. Do ye. What he's really saying. Amen. If you're going to accept Christ's forgiveness. You're going to have to forgive. Even though they haven't asked for it. Even though, even though they're not worthy of it. But for you to please God and to be forgiven of that $20 million debt that you cannot pay. You cannot pay. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, uh, I, I don't want to magnify a life of sin. Sometimes when we have got into telling about all the horrible things things that God delivered me from some young people will get the message that well to really have a testimony they've got to go out and get involved not so not so the, te the greatest testimony is not a sinner like me save a grace when I enumerate the things that God delivered me from but the greatest testimony is for young people to say God kept me from all of that God kept me from all of that hallelujah cherish your virtue cherish your purity cherish your godliness hallelujah nothing nothing compares to God keeping you from sin hallelujah hallelujah I uh Back home, we didn't have a lot of things to do, but we did have a squirrel dog and had a pretty good old squirrel dog called Collie. And uh, she was all right. My friend Elton had a, had a, a little old dog, little old spotted dog, and all he knew to do was chase rabbits. And um, you know and I know you don't tie up a squirrel dog and a rabbit chaser amen because there's more rabbits and squirrels and then they're going to get taken off on that trip and so this evening I'm going squirrel hunting with my dog and what do you know old spot showed up and uh, I begin to holler at him I begin to throw sticks at him and I begin I begin to use a few choice words and, and what he would do he'd make as if he was going back and he'd circle around and he'd be waiting on me up on the other end and finally I had come to my rose end and, and I, I, began to, I began to ponder what could I do, amen, to get that fella going back home before we get on a rabbit trail. And so 
I got him off. I, I just knew a very safe distance, and I had some number six squirrel shot in my gun. And I said, by the time this gets there, it will warm him up real good, and he'll get the message. But to my, um, but to my um, sorrowful surprise, when I pulled that trigger, last time I saw old Spot, amen, next to the last time I saw old Spot, amen, he was going just like that. And I knew within my heart, amen, that old Spot would never bother again. I'd done pretty good to the third or fourth day, and my friend Elton said, have you seen old Spot? And I said, uh, no, why? He said, well, he's missing. I said, well, if I ever see him, I'll sure let you know, Elton. Remember that statement, if I ever see him. I got, I got convicted and went to the altar. God began to just peel off sins. Peel off this. Peel off this. And peel off that. And, oh, I felt so good. And that, you know, and just seeking the Lord. And my pastor was there holding me up. And we were all wet with perspirations. No air conditioning. Amen. Just funeral home, parlor, funeral parlor uh, fans. But, oh, God, we wanted to seek the Lord. No beautiful carpet on the floor, but just rough, just rough wood. And down on my knees, I rubbed, I rubbed the sore on each knee. And the devil would fight me over that. And one night I got, I got so close. I left everything. And I got so close. And now knowing a little bit about altar work, I can hear the saints. They start shouting, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And about that time, amen, there went something in my mind. Amen. And, of course, it was just like you poured a bucket of cold water over my head. Everything was shut down. They said, come on, you're so close. You're so close. I said, no, I'm tired. I'll be back tomorrow night. Oh, no, 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 let's pray tonight. And I knew that there was no need to pray because I had seen old spot, old spot one more time. And every night, every night, I'd get that, get that close. I'd get right at, right at the door. I'd get right there. Amen. And so finally, I wanted the Holy Ghost so bad that I made up in my mind, regardless of the circumstances and the outcome of it, I would apologize. And, and so I was like Jacob. I tried to soften him up. And I said, Elton, I said, uh, you know, the devil told me, he said, now you better get ready. He's going to take his fist and he's going to lay your nose over to one side and he's going to bloody your lips and both eyes. And so I got ready for that. And I had no defense. And so I said, Elton, you remember old Spot? And it looked like it kind of, yeah, you know, it looked like it wasn't present on his mind. I said, Elton, I said, I've come to ask you forgiveness because I killed old Spot. Big old tears welled up in his eyes. He said, Lonnie, he said, I hate that you killed my dog. I was glad that you was men enough to come and confess it. And from that moment to this, I get down to pray. I start worshiping the Lord, and there's no spot. There is no spot. Amen. Because I got forgiveness. God honors forgiveness. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody here tonight? You're tormented. Amen. You're not happy. Nothing works right. Nothing goes right. Let me tell you something. Try 
be a, try to forgive people. Try to forgive people. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Forgiveness is the fragrance the rose gives to the heel that crushes it. I love that. That's not original with me. But oh, when someone hurts you and when someone crushes you, what comes out? When you crush your rose, the beautiful fragrance will get a hold, will get on that heel that crushes it. Let us get to that place. When someone crushes us, when someone hurts us, when someone will do us wrong, instead of revenge, instead of being, I'm going to, I'm not going to forgive, but let such an aroma of the Holy Ghost. Let such an aroma of the Holy Ghost come out of our life. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Because we forgive. We forgive. We forgive. We forgive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will not have it read tonight. For the sake of time, I know that you trust me in Mark, the second chapter. Amen. They brought up. They brought a man with palsy, four of his friends. They tried to get in the doors and the windows, and people had filled it because Jesus was on the inside. Their only alternative was to go to the roof and, and, and tear a hole, and they, and, they, and they let him down, amen, in the presence of the Lord. There that poor man was, amen, with palsy, could not, could not do for him. And there he is in the presence of Jesus, amen, amen. And Jesus said, Son, I forgive you. And there was a question among the people. How can he forgive? Amen. When only God can forgive. Well, he said, which is the easiest to forgive? Or say, Son, rise up and take your bed and walk. And I must confess to you, it takes a God-likeness to be able to forgive. It's not in the human nature. It takes a God-likeness. You need to be saturated with his presence. You don't know what tomorrow will bring. Will it bring a revenge? I'll get even with you. Oh, to care that. I remember one time in Bossier City, I read a paper uh, in the newspaper where there was an airman in Barksdale that, uh, that started out of his door and he saw a car setting across the street and about that time, the bullets began to, begin to flash. That man died there. What happened overseas? They got in an argument. And this man said, I'll get even with you if it's the last thing I do. He carried that grudge all over, all over overseas. He brought it back to Barksdale, Louisiana. And he finally executed judgment. Oh, how miserable he must have been. How hurtful it must have been. How it, it depleted of him, amen, the sunshine. Instead of the picture showing a sunrise, it was a sunset. Instead of the glass being, being half full, it was half empty. I'm here to tell you tonight, God honors forgiveness. I said God honors forgiveness. Can you say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Doctors have attested to the fact that deep, rooted resentments affect even our physical well-being 
and cause many otherwise healthy people to experience chronic physical disorder. Unfortunate, the poisonous roots and fruits of unforgiveness are not confined to the world only, outside the church. Someone has defined the church as a society of the forgiven and the forgiving, and so it ought to be. But all too often, we are rather a society of the wounded, the bitter, the vengeful. We're losing effectiveness in a hurting and resentful world. Help us, Lord, to be able to forgive husband and wife, children and parents. Hallelujah. Fellow workers on the job, people in the grocery store, wherever someone has hurt you and crushed you and it did not come from your presence, that beautiful fragrance of the Holy Ghost. Let's go back to the altar and seek forgiveness once again. Feel that load. Feel that load removed off of our souls. Hallelujah. 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 I pastored in North Louisiana for a number of years. The parsonage was right behind the church. We lived in it. The church was had a had a thoroughfare going right in front of it. And uh, one day my wife come and said, it was a knock on the door and said, there's somebody out there and said, look like they're, I don't know what's wrong with them. So I didn't know what I was going to face, but when I got out there, there was a man from another church that I recognized him. He talked a little bit, you know, and visited with us. We were acquainted. We could do that. And he got around to his business and knocking on the door he had just went to Shreveport, Louisiana to take a physical. Uh, if he passed the physical, he got a real big superintendent or some kind of big job with an oil company. But on this day, to his amazement and to his, to his surprise, he failed the physical because his blood pressure was too high. Everything else checked out perfect, but his blood pressure and so he talked a little bit about how, how that upset him. And he finally got down to the nitty-gritty. He started talking about his pastor. And uh, he began to say some things to let me know how he had disagreed with his pastor of all things. And um, he did not appreciate the stand that the pastor pastor taken of all things it seems that he was losing it I said I got your prescription I got it what's that I said go home go down to the best men's store amen that's in your city find out the next size of your pastor and buy the most expensive white shirt you can buy and brother, you could tell his eyes was, his eyes was a batting real fast. And I said, go and get the prettiest tie that you can find. And I said, uh, package that all up and mail it to him. Don't put your name on it. And I said, and besides all that, I think if I didn't, I should have. 
I said, I want you to pray for him three times a day. Go to God in prayer and ask the Lord to bless him. Huh. He said, huh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Several weeks passed. And, by the way, Pastor, what size is your shirt? Several weeks passed, and knock on the door. Same man, a beautiful smile. It works. It works. It works. I said, I said, you know, I've, I've had a few problems since then. Now, what are you talking about? You know what you told me to get my blood pressure down? It works. What about a coronary? What about a heart attack? Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. In the wonderful name of Jesus. Did you get the message? Did you get the message? Listen to this. What it said. It said that if you would beg for mercy, that debt of sin, that there's no amount of sacrifice, even to giving your body to be burnt, could atone for that sin that's on your life. It is compared to $20 million. Think about having to pay a $20 million debt, and we cannot. But he said, because you ask for mercy, you'll get forgiveness. And did you note there that that same man went out and found another fellow servant that owed him $20? Pay me. I can't. Give me time, I will. Got him by the neck, choked him, carried him to the carried him to the prison house and said stay there until you can pay it the fellow servants heard that they went and told the Lord and he said come here and said because you did not because you did not forgive that fellow servant of that small debt said neither will I forgive you I'm going to take all those sins all those sins that you that you have committed and don't put them back on your shoulder put them back on your life this is, this is not something to pass by lightly this is something to bear deep in our spirit we cannot afford to have an unforgiving spirit we must forgive we must forgive and he said not only not only not only will I put your sins back upon you, oh God, when I, could, when I start to enumerate them, oh Spot, oh Spot was just a little trickle. He was just a little blimp upon the screen of my life. When I go back in the vulgarity, in the hideous sins, and God, forgive me. God, forgive me. But if I don't, he said, I'm going to turn you over to the tormentors. 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 You'll be tormented. It's not just being acquainted with those sins once again, but you're being tormented. Tormented. I heard one time about a, an elderly couple that lived close to a railroad track late in life. A boy was born and how they cherished that young man 
I can just see them how they how they spoil him give him everything done everything for him everything everything evolved around that child and after a while he began to think well amen I'm grown now and I can do my own thing and when he did mother and dad tried to give him correction vile venom come out it got so hurtful it got so bad to one day one day he said I can't take it no more I'm going to go I'm going to leave the story goes he left and stayed gone for a long time and then one day he got to remembering mother's breakfast table he got to remembering that beautiful clean bed and the beautiful atmosphere around home and then he got to think about going home he said no no I crucified him no 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 it just kept building and building and building to finally he said I write a letter he said I really want to come home and I'm so sorry for what I did I'd like to come home and make it up he said I don't think that you could forgive me but if you could said there's a railroad track out in front of home and said there's a freight train comes by occasionally said if you if you can forgive me said go out to that old oak tree out there and and tie a handkerchief on one of the limbs and and when I go on by and I see that handkerchief waving said that old freight train as it goes up that incline it slows down I'll jump off and I'll come back home because there's a handkerchief in the tree on this day he's, he's in the boxcar on his way home there's another old hobo with him he explains the story to him he said he said I, I just don't I just know it's not there <laughs> I just know it's not there I can't bear to look he said would you look would you look and his friend his friend said I will Standing in the door of that old boxcar amen he looked in that oak tree and uh, he said do you see the oak tree he said not yet he said keep looking we're coming around the curve it should be there any moment and finally he said yeah I see the tree I see the tree do you see the house behind it I see the house and he finally said is there a handkerchief in that tree he said no he said look again is there a white handkerchief in that tree he said look again he said no no and they're about to pass and he said but I'll tell you what I do see I see a big old white sheet waving in the breeze not just a little forgiveness not just a handkerchief forgiveness but a big white sheet big enough to wrap me up in and cover all my faults cover all my sins hallelujah that's just like Jesus that's just like Jesus I've been satisfied for so much less I've been satisfied for a handkerchief Woo! but I stayed there and he gave me a big white sheet of forgiveness of forgiveness of forgiveness of forgiveness would you stand tonight would you stand tonight is there someone I need help, Pastor. Pardon me, I need help, preacher.
This pastor will meet you at the altar. This church will meet you. Will you come tonight? Will you come tonight? Will you come tonight? Will you come tonight? That's right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I can promise you, I don't know how bad, I don't know how many, amen. But if a handkerchief won't do, amen, there's a sheet of forgiveness that will take care of your sin. Will you come tonight? Will you come tonight? Don't go home with that heavy load. Don't go home with that guilt. Come and ask the Lord to forgive you. For the life you used to live The sweetest words ever spoken Where I forgive Father's waiting for you to come home right now. Will you come? Come on. Brother I'm a backslider. Will you come? Will you come? You know, everybody in this church ought to be in this altar right now. So much has been forgiven us. So much has been forgiven us. Neither do I condemn you for the life that you have lived. The greatest words ever spoken. I forgive <laughs> I forgive you I forgive you You are free to go your way And sin no more Neither do I condemn you For the life that you have lived The greatest words ever spoken I forgive I forgive 